everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out of the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. I am Rick Camp, and alongside me again, as she was last week, my girlfriend Sam is, uh, you know, I'm very thankful that she's willing to sit in with me while Jay is out for one more week. Uh, Sam, we have a new drink today compared to last week. And it's a little more festive for the holiday. So before I get into everything that's on tap and how people can get involved, what are we drinking today? Okay, so we have a Grinch cocktail in front of us. It's vodka, pineapple juice, Midori, which if you've never had, is a melon liqueur, and ginger beer. And we don't like it. No, it's not great, honestly. We had to have some of it and then... Basically just chug some of it just to be able to put more ginger beer and pineapple juice in there because the melon liqueur is kind of gross. I don't think either of us are melon people. True. So I think that's kind of what's happening because it is quite melony. Yeah, it is. But we're getting through it. We're surviving. Yes. So if you have any holiday types of drinks you want to suggest to us or anybody out there, Message us on all of our social media at I'mFatPod, I'mFatPod at gmail.com, 708-858-3314 to leave a voicemail. We do have a couple of those today, along with some emails that we will be getting to. Check out the Patreon, Spotify, if you like, and I'mFatMerch.com. Sure, the sale that happened all November isn't happening anymore, but there's still plenty of good stuff if, you know, you're a bit of a procrastinator, you've got maybe an opportunity cost, but lots of good stuff. And even if you're not looking for our stuff, use our link, then we still get a kickback, which helps us out a lot. It's, you know, starting to think about elections next year and kickbacks are always a big part of that. So that's part of our thing. YouTube.com slash Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the channel and then like each video if you could. And even if you listen in the audio form, you don't want to see our faces. Well, my face, at least in this case. I'm used to insulting Jay along with me. Sam's got a nice face. You might want to see her face, not mine. Uh, just click on the video, mute it, and then just have it run in the background while you're not even looking at that tab. That's totally cool, too. And then subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe to the regular podcast feed and leave us the old five-star rating and review. We got some of those this week, so thank you very much to everybody who does that. Okay, we've got a lot on tap today. We went out this week. We did. With your sister and brother-in-law. Are we allowed to use their names? I don't know. Sure. Okay. We went out with Steve and Shannon, or Shannon and Steve, depending on how you look at it. Uh, And we got a lot to get to. Two Cosmics open. We've got taste tests. You know, little Christmas stuff and your voicemails and emails that we're going to get to before we get out of here. So we ended up going to Aurora with Shannon and Steve to go to the Chris Kindle market because we're white. And that's what white people <laughs> do around Christmas time is go to one of the many Chris Kindle markets. And one thing I can say off the top, infinitely better than the one in the loop. Absolutely. Because there was actual space to, to walk, to breathe. To not feel like a to median park. to park. So 
that was, uh, it was actually really nice to go around and see all the little vendors and everything that was out there. Got an ornament. Got an ornament. We got mulled wine. We got beer. Yeah, I would say you got mulled wine. I got beer. Well, yeah. Yeah, I had some Belgian lager that was, or Bavarian lager that was really good. Yes. Uh, I don't remember what it was because I would have been smart to keep track of it. Right. But not so much. Had a couple of those. That was good. And just like overall the spacing of the place and also just like the feel of it, much better than the loop. Where the loop one kind of just feels like a factory that you're going through. Right. It was really nice. And it the weather was chilly, but it wasn't like to the point where it ruins your day. Yeah, it was a nicer night for sure. Mm-hmm. What was your gloves. Fa- yeah, you, yeah, you needed gloves. But what was your favorite thing that we saw slash did? There were a lot of dogs there. I did enjoy that. Yes. (laughs) That's true. You had like people with their chihuahuas having them out in that weather. I was like, even if they're like chilling in your coat pocket, it seems like a bold decision. At one point I saw a dog in a stroller and Rick saw a kid in a stroller and I'm like, look it. And he's like, oh yeah, look. And I'm like, no, the dog. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was looking at the kid, of course, you know. But that kind of sums us up in that regard. Yeah, but ornaments. I'm a sucker for ornaments. So Mm -hmm. we got a cute little gingerbread house ornament, which is on our tree now. We got our little to-go Chris Kindle Market cup. um, All is well. Yeah. And then after that, we went to Two Brothers Roundhouse, which is walking distance. It's right there. So if you know where that is, 205 North Broadway in Aurora, uh, the Chris Kindle Market's right there. So if you want to make your way down, feel free. So at Two Brothers, uh, I, of course, got beer. I hadn't had Domaine DuPage in forever. I'm just a sucker for it. So that's what I ended up having. I had a beer, too, but I can't remember what I had. I had a sour. Yes, But I cannot remember. It was like Astro Fizz, I think it was called. Yes. Um, I don't remember what, like, the fruit was, but it was incredible. Um, I love a beer. But they also make whiskey and steve had a old-fashioned which he said was awesome my sister got a diet coke because she was feeling a diet coke um it was a fruit punch sour yes it was very good yeah i saw that and i was intrigued but you have your your go-to's and when you haven't had them for a while i just always have to hit those first before i'm gonna branch out and try anything different i don't know that i've ever had a two brothers beer so i was fresh I forget if I've told, I think I've told the story on the podcast before that not the roundhouse, but like the, the actual OG location, which is in Warrenville. I remember I went there the first time, not knowing exactly where it was, not recognizing the address. And I pulled up to the building and I was like, no shit. It's the same building where my brother Casey had gymnastics growing up. It was just when... Uh, the Midwest Academy of Gymnastics, you know, whatever happened to that, I don't know if they moved or folded or whatever, yeah. uh, two brothers brought that. Because it's like kind of a part residential, part industrial area. So I know obviously like all the plumbing and everything, the water source is right. really important for that. So I went on the tour and like the old gymnastics logo that was like giant and part of like one of the exterior walls, yeah. like that big. It was still there. Interesting. So to get to see that and see like how different the function of that building was is yeah. really cool. So I've I was kind of impartial. Oh, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, mark that down. That's something we'll have to go to. 
And we have people to keep us honest about it, too. Yes. Okay. So for dinner, I had the, uh, well, I had the Roundhouse Burger, which was really good. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It had smoked Gouda, Yum. fried onions, so but it was much more like an onion straw type feel, not like an right. onion ring. I know, because I stole one off of your burger. Yes, you did. <laughs> and, like, when it comes to being on a burger, I would much rather have, like, an onion straw or onion yeah. string or that type of thing than a big honking onion ring. Agreed. Maybe that's just us, but I, I think I think that's a fairly popular opinion. And the barbecue sauce was made with their pinball beer. Oh. Which is really good. So I enjoyed that. Um, and it came with some homemade pickles. And I know we had fried pickles we as an did. appetizer. So before we get to your, uh, what you had, fried pickles, they were spears. Spears or chips? Normally chips. Okay. Um, in this case, I thought the spears were great, but I think I would still always pick chips. The yeah. breading to pickle ratio, I think, is better that way. Agreed. Yeah, I having just a little bit of the actual breading to like a big honking piece of pickle, not quite as there for. I do like that that ratio with the chip a little bit better, but it was still really good. Yeah, at least it was a good pickle. To have that with. And then we also had, as an appetizer, the pretzel, which eh. wouldn't recommend the pretzel. There's lots of things that you can get there that are good. Yeah, this wasn't one of them. Yeah, like the beer cheese with it looked good. The beer cheese was good. And the um, whole grain mustard that was with it was great. But the pretzel itself was just kind of dry. Maybe it was just baked a long time ago. So maybe give it another try, but not our thing. No, no, it wasn't. So you had the blackened chicken, right? I did. So I had the blackened chicken sandwich, which had cheddar cheese, lettuce, tomato, garlic aioli, which I know would be not your thing, but mm -hmm. I thought it was fabulous. I expected it to be spicy and it wasn't, um, but it was good. Okay. Very good. Yeah. So it was, it's just, I mean, I feel like everybody knows about the roundhouse, so we're not, we're not like breaking any news here with it, but it's just... If you want to go out, have a drink, have a solid meal, it's a really great option to be able to do that. And especially while the Chris Kindle market's going on, I don't know that you're technically supposed to, but we parked in the roundhouse lot. We had a reservation. Yeah, there we go. We were just very early. Yeah. So we walked over to the Chris Kindle market and were able to do that very easily. I didn't even get out of breath. No, you didn't. And that was a fair amount of walking for us. Nor so did you sweat. Did you sweat? No. See? Right. And I was and I was layered up too. Yeah. So it's an option for everybody, not just the fats, not just the whites, but for everybody. So go to the Chris Kindle Market, go to Two Brothers, and as a result of going to the Chris Kindle Market, well, we I were... bought an ornament and Rick bought something else. <laughs> yes. I bought taste test things. So the first thing we got three items to taste test here. The first one is from Jay's favorite company, Haribo, but it's clearly the German version because it says these items, which kind of look like little pebbles, but they're covered in like pink. Yeah. You know how I know they're the original? Because it says Das Original. Das Original. That's Primavera. German for the original. The original. Yes. yes. 
And there are little pictures of strawberry, eh, strawberry looking things. Yeah. We did Google what it is though, so we know it's strawberry. Yes. So here's one for you. Thank you. We're gonna taste test these. Not much ASMR to be had on this, no. I doubt. Are you putting a whole thing in? Oh no, I did. Ooh. It's a marshmallow. Yeah. It's like a little strawberry. Ooh, not a fan? I don't like it. I do like it. Really? It's very fake strawberry to me. Well, yeah, there's that. I don't mind fake strawberry, though. I do. Okay. If, if you like marshmallow and fake strawberry taste, this is for you. Yeah. It's like a, a little... I don't know. What is that? Is that just like a sugar? Yeah. That, like, covers it? It's not like a hard shell. It's like a softer shell, but I actually really like it. It's not, it's like a little more substantial than a peep. Yeah, definitely. But. It tastes like lip gloss to me, which you wouldn't know. True. I'm just going to. As we throw one across the room. Yeah. These fat fingers are going (laughs) to, you know, whatever. Okay. Try another one. Nope. I still don't like it. I'm still here for it. Good for you. So. Thank you. For me, too. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, that didn't seem condescending <laughs> at all. All right. The other thing we got, Jay and I have talked about the little, um, they look like waffle cones, but they just feel like, like filled with chocolate. Are they like Muddy Buddies or something? Yes, Muddy Buddies. Yes. Wow, good call. Thank you. Um, so this is a version of a Muddy Buddy. These are made in Italy. It's the Missouri brand not like, sorry, not like sorry. a Canadian saying sorry. Uh, it's a Kono snack. And we have the vanilla and the chocolate versions. We do. Yes. Oh, and you just took a snap and I'm in my no sleeve classing it up. I'm only sending it to my sister. Oh, okay. That's fine. All right. <laughs> so we've got to try both of these. And they do have, I think, a little bit of different stuff in them. It's not just like straight chocolate. If I'm reading the part of this wrapper correctly on the chocolate one, wafer uh, wafer cone with caramel cream and colorful mini candies. You see the little candies on top. If you didn't know any better, it would almost look like that could totally be like a a Reese's Pieces type thing. Yeah. Off-brand M&M's. Yes. Off-brand M&M's. This looks really good. You're going to pick up the vanilla one first. I'm going to pick up the chocolate one first. Okay. I don't know how we each take a bite of both of these. Whatever. We'll figure out a way. Mmm. Okay. You're going to like this. Okay. This one's very cookies and cream. Okay. There's like a little, like whatever that like wafery, like, you know what's in cookies and cream that like makes it. Yeah. It has that. It has little M&M's. This, I want you to taste this one because it, can't tell if it's like hazelnutty, which like, I don't, I actually don't mind hazel, like if I'm forced to have some sort of like nut type product, like hazelnut's probably what I would choose. Okay. I'm trying the white chocolate one or the vanilla one now. Yep. Mm -mm. I like this one better. And I like this one better. Cool. You get the chocolate one. I get Mm -hmm. the vanilla one. Yeah, this one's phenomenal. What does it taste like to you? 
It is Hazel Nutty, right? I'm not making that up. It tastes like a drumstick to me, like the bottom of a drumstick, mm-hmm. which has nuts on it. So, yes, it has some sort of nutty something. Yeah. And this one is just like if you put white chocolate with little cookie pieces inside of a waffle cone, mm-hmm. it's really freaking good. Good. So, all right. I'm down for that. Go to your local Chris Kindle market, assuming they have that place, and get those. Or Germany. Or Germany. Yeah. Just, you know, quick jaunt to Germany. I'm in. Let's go. Should we uh, go over to Homewood and maybe pick up Jay's uh, CX Mazda CX-5 or CX-30? You think that'll get us to Germany? I think, I think so. Maybe. <laughs> we can at least try. And uh, if we do, when we think about that, we'll go to Mazda of Orland Park, 8910 West 159th Street in Orland Park. You know how Jay loves his CX-5 and his CX-30. Had the CX-5 forever. It's been probably, what, like a year and a half he's had the CX-30 now? Could be. Something like that. I don't know. I loved my CX-5. I had a CX-5, and I am thinking about going back. You know who you should talk to if you do? I do. Eric Vates. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and then you would call 708-444-3200 to talk to Eric. Yes. And what's nice, too, that... I know this from my conversations with Eric, and as obviously with everything Jay has said as well and his experiences, it's not just what they have in terms of like getting you into the right car, but it's also the service that they give you. So, like, that is key to me as well because it's not just the experience of going to a dealership to get a car, it's an ongoing relationship Mm -hmm. because you're going to get. You know, whether it's oil changes or any sort of service is generally going to be part of the package that you get when you get a car. So you don't want to be at a dealership where there's a bunch of jerks or a bad service department for when you end up going in there. So Mazda of Orland Park is where you should be going. Mazdas are great cars and they're great looking cars. I've said for so long, like the look of a Mazda is really cool. I think they're so cool. Mm -hmm. So 8910 West 159th Street in Orland Park. Mazda of Orland Park. Talk to our guy, Eric Vates. 708-444-3200. Okay, so in our area this week, the nation has turned their eyes to, as one would expect, Bolingbrook. <laughs> because McDonald's has opened the first Cosmics location in Bolingbrook. If you haven't been or haven't heard... It's essentially, well, one, you haven't been listening to the podcast, shame on you. Two, it's essentially McDonald's having their, like, futuristic place that focuses more on breakfast food and drinks and that type of thing. Uh, And it's at 285 North Weber Road in Bolingbrook. So with it opening this week and there being hours worth of wait and there being no inside, this is just drive-thru only, all that stuff. Interesting. Yeah. We have the menu in front of us. So, Sam, is there anything that sticks out to you that would be intriguing either in a good or a bad way? Yeah, I'm going to start with bad. Um, The turmeric spiced latte is going to be a no from me. Um, I am not super into mixing up my savories and my sweets. So that's kind of a weird one for me. I am intrigued by the Sour Cherry Energy Burst. 
Yes, that's very you. Yeah, tart cherry slush blended over fruity popping boba with a boost of energy. Yes. Yes, I need my energy outside of something coffee related. We all know this. So that would be a great alternative for me. I'm a coffee lover, so I would go like churro frappe, cold brew frappe. Um, I do see a note about dairy substitutes. My hang up with McDonald's is that they don't have oat milk or almond milk. Um, so I never do coffee there. But if they have a dairy substitute, I am all over that. And I'm just looking at the under the bites section, mm. the McPops. Yes. There is an apple cinnamon McPop, which essentially, um, how would you describe the McPops? They just kind of look like a little pocket. Like a munchkin. Yeah. Like it's, a, like, it's like a stuffed munchkin. Yeah. So there's three flavors, apple cinnamon, hazelnut, and cookie butter. I'd be all over co- cookie butter or hazelnut. I don't like cooked fruits. Yeah, which is <laughs> interesting. I'll try it. Like, I'll take a bite and appreciate it, but I can't do, like, a whole piece of apple pie without kind of getting the ick with that texture. Okay. It's a texture thing. Okay. I can understand that. But, yeah, I'm here for the apple cinnamon and the cookie butter for sure. Uh, Pretzel bites, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And the little hash browns in bite form. Yes. Like, Uh you're making things easier. So what about you for the s'mores cold brew? I would be in to s'mores cold brew for sure. Absolutely all good flavors. So are we going to have to do this at some point? I think so. Okay. Maybe not quite yet because it is busy as hell. Yeah, and I think we should let them work out the kinks. That's the other thing too. (laughs) Is like if you're not going to be there first day to be able to say, hey, you were there first day says the person who was first in line at a real urban barbecue. Yep. Then you might as well just wait a bit and let them, you know, work through some of what they're going to have to work through. Because I don't think it's going to be going anywhere. I think that's, I think that the concept is good enough. And it's obviously got McDonald's backing. And that it's, I think it's a by the end of the, end of the year, there are going to be 10 of these open. Wow. So that's cool that this is, that this is the guinea pig. They're like, you know what? Bolingbrook, Illinois. That's where the ticket is. Well, and they do have some regular McDonald's things, too. They have McFlurries. They have the soft serve, assuming that their ice cream machine works. Well, yeah, that's always the the hang-up. They have really good-looking sandwiches. Creamy avocado tomatillo. There... Is there a combination of words there that could get white people involved more than (laughs) creamy avocado tomatillo? I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Cosmics. So, 285 North Weber Road in Bolingbrook. That's where you can get that. That's where the Cosmics is going to be. If you're down there uh, by the promenade or anything like that, it's probably not too far from there. I don't know exactly. I'm not the best with Bolingbrook, but probably not far and at least worth the jaunt. Agreed. We'll okay. give it a whirl. Okay. One thing we did want to get to is like Christmas traditions a little bit. I am sure Jay and I are going to do this a little bit, you know, as we get closer to Christmas. But with having you here, one thing that you guys do that my family never did that I think is pretty cool. And it's very conducive to when you have kids. And it's happening this Saturday for us. It is. Is uh, 
is cookie day. Just Christmas cookie day. So, like, have you guys, like, I guess overall, it's probably pretty easy for people to figure out. But, like, what is it and, like, how long have you guys been doing it? So, we've been doing it as long as I can remember. We grew up next door to my grandparents. So, it was kind of just natural for us to get together and do these traditions together instead of splitting up in between two houses. So it usually was at my grandma's house and we would make all of the Christmas cookies. Now it's at my mom's house. Um, actually, it did make the podcast last year because you guys mm-hmm. did a live podcast on cookie day. So oh, we right. watched with the girls um, while we made cookies. So it'll be fun to have you in the flesh this year. Um, but yeah, we get together Usually my sister and I will either bring our own KitchenAid mixers or we'll mix some doughs at home just to try to have a little bit of fun. It used to be a little stressful having to make like, I don't know, six different cookies. Um, So we do peanut butter blossoms, which I think everyone does. Those are the peanut butter cookies with the Hershey's Kiss in them. We also do like a thumbprint with grape jam. Um, in there, and it's kind of like a PBJ vibe. Um, Rick will be eating plenty of those, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm over two so far. We also do the cream cheese shooters, which are like those cute, I'm sure you've all seen them. They're like the cute little shaped cookies. A lot of people do like a butter cookie, but we do a cream cheese cookie for those. Uh, we do candy canes, but they're actually almond flavored. Um, they just look like candy canes. So it's like a white dough and a red dough that's twisted together into a candy cane. Um, None of us like peppermint in our baked goods, so they look festive, but they don't taste quite as festive. That's one where Jay would probably be disappointed, but meh. I love peppermint. I just don't like it in a baked good. So that's more for like a straight up candy cane or a coffee or something? Yes, I love a peppermint coffee. I love a candy cane. I love peppermint ice cream. But like peppermint on like a donut or on a brownie. I just don't like it and I don't know why. Um, We also do a melt away cookie, which this year I'm calling snowballs because I think it sounds cuter. But it's basically just like a no egg, like very light cookie with powdered sugar. Um, The same dough we add pecans in for those that like it. Um, And then my mom always makes her homemade fudge and spiced pecans. We did get some spiced pecans at the Chris Kindle market, so I don't know if we'll do it this year or not, but Mm -hmm. um, it's just a blast. And then we normally end the day with sugar cookies. And as you saw last year, we basically just let the kids run wild, mix all of the sprinkles, mix all of the icing, eat it straight out of the bag, frosting. I'm sorry, I don't say icing. Have the sprinkles been replenished from last year? Because uh, last year, I don't know how many were actually used, but there was... It was more of a science experiment, I think, than anything. I mean, there was a boatload that were just used. They were mixed. I don't know that they, they ended up on cookies, but they were in a bowl. Like, it was essentially like, think of like a soup bowl. But it's full of sprinkles. And they're all mixed, so no one actually wants to use them because it's like the Christmas trees mixed with the stars, mixed with hot pink. And then they have like their fingers in their mouths and then they're mixing it. So they have been replaced. I did a big Walmart order um, with some sprinkles and other baking items. Um, So yes, these sprinkles have been replenished. Okay. So 
That is, I want, I want to get to one thing that, like, my family has generally done and by my family has done, my mom has generally made, is what I mean. But you mentioned the Walmart order. Mm-hmm. You had a travesty this week <laughs> with your Walmart order. I had a, a tragedy, actually. So what happened was I did Walmart pickup. I didn't have time to grocery shop. So I just pulled up. The sweet guy was like, do you want the eggs in front with you so you could keep them safe? And I'm like, no, I'm going a couple blocks. They're fine. He set them in the back of my car. Nothing happened to them. They sat there the entire ride home. I start putting away the groceries and I'm like, something's wet. And I'm like, great. What is it? I have like vanilla. I have oat milk. So I'm thinking it's one of those things. Sure. It's the eggs. Oh, no. They were, I got the 18 pack because baking. Mm Mm-hmm. And out of 18, let's see here, four were not smashed. Yeah, and we're not talking like little crack. We're talking like gaping hole in the egg. Like it's very clear that this entire pack hit the ground. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, oops, and put it in my bag and sent me on my merry way. So I did get a refund. That's good. I threw the eggs away and I will try again next time. How are you going to spend your 50 bucks? Because that's how much eggs cost now. (laughs) Not at Walmart. Oh, okay. I got $2.57 back. There you go. Yes. (laughs) You know where you can always just trust that the eggs are going to be good, the food's going to be good, the baking goods are going to be fantastic? I have an idea. Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. You're correct. (laughs) And I almost just pulled my earbuds out of the microphone because I'm smart. So excited. Yes. So you should go to Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. Fredo'sPizza.com. Don't laugh at me. And (laughs) Fredo'sBakery.com. Especially this time of year when you're like, what do I get people that, especially for like adult gifts, if you don't want to just like get them the thing they need. You know what's great? Two pounds of brownies. Absolutely. Especially their brownies, because they're just fantastic. And I think they're probably going to fit in my stocking. Ooh, they might. They might. They might fit in your stocking. They might. Okay, well, there's one of the gifts that is uh, completely spoiled by now. (laughs) Okay, great. The other thing that's great, too, is like Mm -hmm. you're cooking all day, preparing for the holidays. You're baking. You don't want to cook dinner also. Mm -hmm. So you just go to Fredo's. Yeah, you absolutely do that. Go to Fredo's, Fredo'sBakery.com, Fredo'sPizza.com. Seriously, whatever you want to get that they have, it's good. We always mention, and I always like mentioning, because you always see things where there's like, especially if you watch The Bear, which a lot of us in this area have, just like how passion matters in terms of cooking. And you can feel it with what they make over at Fredo's in terms of like uniqueness, how creative it is, and also just like how smart it is. Because the fact that they'll take a flavor profile, like the like the I'm Fat, I say the I'm Fat line of products, mm-hmm. and have whatever goes on the I'm Fat burger also goes on the I'm Fat grilled cheese, the I'm Fat pizza. So in whatever vehicle you're looking for, for that flavor profile, you can get it there. Also the giant mozzarella sticks, also the Cajun bites. Like, everything we've had from there, the chicken tenders are fantastic. You really can't go wrong, and there's something for everybody there. So, And they even do meal planning. So, once the year turns over, and in theory, if you're feeling a certain way about yourself, (laughs) fine. I don't know anything about that. (laughs) They have meal planning options for you as well to aid in that journey. 
So there's no reason not to go to Fredo's at 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. Okay, one thing that my family does, and really it's just something unique that my mom makes, because she loves to bake. For Thanksgiving, she always makes pumpkin pies. When my family used to really get together, like that was her thing. If it was like, okay, Sherry's got to make the, the pumpkin pies though. <laughs> well, for for us, for Christmas, it's kolachkis. Yes. She makes really, really... She ha- I, I don't think she likes making them very much because the dough is They're very... tedious. Yeah, it's very labor intensive. But the they final product is fantastic. Like, especially the cherry ones. And like, yes. I know you don't like your, your cooked fruit stuff, but just like the, the jam or compote, whatever There's it so technically is. There's so little in it that it's good. It's when it's like a lot that I don't love. Mm-hmm. Um, I maybe got two of them. She brought them to our family last year, and I think my grandma ate... 93% of them, okay. so there were very few left, mm-hmm. but the one that I did have was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And so when I see them in the jewels, they're folded differently, mm-hmm. where it's like you have it in a diamond shape and the two uh, left and right sides are folded yes. over each other, where my mom folds all four corners in. Yes. So, and I actually kind of like that a little bit better. Maybe it's probably just nostalgia, honestly. I think it is. Some people, I think, do like a different flavor, a different shape if you're not able to see what the flavor is. True. So it'd be easier to be like, oh, well, those are cherry and those are raspberry. Yeah. But um, I do like how your mom folds them. Yeah. I, I, and then the powdered sugar, of course, on top. Yes. So that's that's something that I end up thinking of uh, for my family as well. Uh, before we get to the voicemails and ask a fat. There is something you are uniquely qualified to talk about. Yes, there is. <laughs> that I will never know. And I love that about myself. And it's that today you were hanging out with your sister and neither of you really do beef. Well, I don't. My sister is a full vegetarian, so she doesn't do any meat. I just choose not to eat beef or pork because I love animals. That's a meat problem. Um, so we ordered... Impossible Whoppers from Burger King. Um, it's Fast food is tough for a vegetarian. It's very tough. So when you find something that is a little bit like, you know, a cheat day meal for someone like that, it's fun. Um, so we did. We got Impossible Whoppers and they were very good. I think Impossible meat as a whole is very beefy. Okay. <laughs> like I remember the first one I ever had, I was Googling like, are, am I sure that this is an impossible burger? Because it's red inside, there's juice, it's, it does all of the things, which is a little bit gross for someone who doesn't want right. to eat that beef. Right, seems a little counterintuitive. Um, it is a little bit gross, but in general, honestly, the Impossible Whopper was as close to a regular Whopper as I think you could get. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of my like childhood nostalgia. A Whopper was my thing. I yeah. loved like how the mayo mixes with the ketchup. It's I love it. Um, so it's fun for me to get to have that again, because it's one of the things that I'm like, man, like I should have had one more before I stopped eating beef. So I thought it was great. If mm-hmm. you're not a beef eater, I think it's definitely worth it. But if you are a beef eater, like there's no reason not to just get the actual thing. Yeah. So, so would you say of the impossible items you've had from different fast food places, that's the best one? There is an impossible breakfast sandwich at Starbucks that's very good, and it's impossible sausage. They're completely different, so I wouldn't sure. put them in the same category, but it, it was phenomenal, yes. Okay. 
So if that's your gig. Go for it. Go for it, Hope. (laughs) I know. It's like of the people that listen, those that this fits fit in this very narrow band, which is the only narrow band that this podcast probably has, is like you, Shannon, and Hope. And that's probably about it. If you are if you are in the same boat as well, I'm fatpod at gmail.com at I'm fatpod on all of our social media. <clears throat> so as we get close to uh doing ask a fats and stuff, I just finished my drink. And you know, me finishing this drink made me really want to do hmm. have something much better from Dick and Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> because this was eh. But the beers at Nick and Ivy are fantastic. 1026 South State Street in Lockport. And what Jay and I always mention is, like, we're pretty laid-back people. We don't take ourselves too seriously. So the whole, like, beer snobbery, if you're one of those people, the quality of the beers is there for you. You can analyze your beers, do all that, and be very satisfied. But if you're just people like me and Jay and Sam and Hope that just, you want a good beer... Whatever you're feeling that day, whether it's something light, whether it's something a little heavier now that it's getting colder out, something that maybe closer to like how you want food that sticks to your ribs a little bit more, a little heavier, it's right here for you. Like I'm looking at the tap room right now. We still have to get down there to have that happy hour. What type of sour? Autumnal. Autumnal sour because it sounds absolutely fantastic. If like tart apple. Yum. Yes. Yes. Here for that. Very much yes. I've had the 1853 cream ale. It's fantastic. Like if that's what you're looking for, it's a great great option. And just looking at it, you have all different types of beers. So there's something for everybody. If you want more of like a variety pack, you can absolutely do that. Like build your own four pack. And the great thing too, is if you want to go there, you want quality beer while you're going to watch a game or something, that's an option. Because Nick and Ivy has games on. There's open mic. Like, it's that type of feel, that type of vibe at Nick and Ivy. No, they don't have their own food, but there are great options right there down the street from which you can get food, bring it over to Nick and Ivy, have it be real fresh, and be able to pair that with the beers that you're going to get. Uh, Paul and Chrissy are the best. So you absolutely should head over to Nick and Ivy Brewing, 1026 South State Street in Lockport. It's a cool area, too, like that downtown Lockport area. Almost feels like you go back in time a little bit with, like, the older buildings and, and stuff, And that's still too. my vibe, so we have to go. Yeah, so we're going to be doing that here real soon. 1026 South State Street in Lockport is Nick and Ivy Brewing. All right, it's that time, I believe. So let's get to Ascafats. Let's do it. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Ask a fat is brought to you by our guy, Charlie the Bacon Guy. And here he is with this week's bacon report. This week's available flavors are maple pepper, Nashville hot, red wine, jardinera, and buffalo. Ready by the end of uh, next week, maybe Friday. Uh, cheddar bacon, cherry Dr. Pepper, beer cured, barbecue, and more French toast. Coming soon after that, rosemary, curry ginger, Sazerac, maple espresso, and ranch. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, spicy, and apple butter has also been requested, so I'll be making that this week. Looking forward to doing that again. That's a fun new flavor. If you missed any of those flavors, just check out the website and see what's available, charlythebaconguy.com. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. 
We have two voicemails, so let's get to those right now. Hello, Festive Fats, Bob and St. Charles. I just have a gripe as I'm stuck in traffic. Why do stores and restaurants in general hide pricing? I'm sure there's a reason, but I look at it as I'm not going to like the price so you don't want to show me, and that's annoying. I just drove by Rosati's, and they have an advertisement out on a sign that says Jumbo Slice and a Pop, and then there's a spot under there that has obviously been blocked out covering up the price. Maybe it's just me telling you if I'm being a Scrooge, but show me what it's going to cost, or else I just am not going to be interested in coming. Bothers me on websites, not as much, but for the most part, like if I gotta put so much effort in to see what it's gonna cost, I'm just not gonna be interested. Tell me what you think. Happy holidays, Fats. Thank you, Bob. I think he's a little bit of a Scrooge. A little bit. I get it to a point though, where if you see signage, I can un- like on the building, I can understand it, unless it's like the situation where Bob said they're. They're blatantly blocking out the price. So that I totally get. But then also I'm thinking like inflation, all of the things, like they're probably changing it or like waiting until 2024 to like put their new pricing up. Mm -hmm. I do think it's annoying when like you're looking online at a restaurant to go to and you have no clue what it's going to cost. Yes. Because once you're there, you're in for your reservation, you're stuck. And if it's, you know, $45 a plate or something, you are in it. You know you're going to get drinks. Um, but with fast food and stuff, it's always affordable. So I feel like it's not like you're going to get into the drive-thru and be like, oh, I can't, you know, I can't order something here. Yeah, I think it's like, especially with the the one on the building, it's, it's probably just the price changed and they don't want to spend the money to get a new sign. But if it's not available on the website either... That does bother me. That is annoying, yes. So it should be available somewhere. All right, next voicemail. This is Ryan. I wanted to call in and tell you about how one of my fattest dreams is coming true. My birthday is coming up in a couple of weeks, and for years I've had this idea about having a party where each of the attendees would bring a sample of their favorite pizza for everyone to try. So like a pizza summit. This year, for my birthday, my wife is actually making that happen. We're probably going to have somewhere around, I don't know, a dozen different pizzas from, like, the south and west suburbs and the city. And we're going to have, like, a thing to evaluate different pizzas by criteria, like sauce and blah, 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 and then have a best-in-show voting as well. I'm like Morgan Freeman at the end of Shawshank. I can barely sit still or hold a thought in my head. I am so excited that my pizza summit is finally coming to fruition. So I'll give you a call back in a few weeks and let you know how it went. That is a fantastic (laughs) idea. I love this. Also, I love the Shawshank reference. Uh, What's your favorite scene from it? (laughs) Sam's never seen Shawshank. I don't have that much time. It's a bit of a red flag. I'm not going to lie. So back to the pizza party. Yes. I love a wine tasting. Pizza summit. Pizza summit. Yes. I love a wine tasting. This very much feels like a wine tasting. Mm-hmm. I would like to try a cheese fry tasting perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love this plan. I can't wait for him to call back. Yeah. I can't wait to hear about it either. And that is something that I would love to do. I have questions though. Okay. Who's picking up all the pizzas? Are you going to have, like, all these delivery guys at your house at the same time? I it like, Almost, the way I read the situation, 
is everybody's like picking it up on their way. Oh, each guest is going to bring their own pizza. Correct. Ah, okay, this makes sense because I thought like, you know, Delivery turf areas, wars. Yeah. That could be rough. It's a fair question, but yeah. I tend to think that's what was meant by it. You're right. Okay. I love that. Okay. I'm going to cut that clip and save it forever. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> All right. There are plenty of emails. People have emailed imfatpod at gmail.com. Also, uh, left questions on the Facebook fan page, which you should get involved in. It's a lot of fun. So I just joined this week. Oh, big Only fan. It took me a year. Look at you. Still sooner than some. <laughs> so our first question comes from the Facebook fan page, and it's from Thomas, who said, My first question is, who is Sam? Who is Sam? I don't know that Thomas listens very often because I try to be fairly like cognizant of, of like how much I talk about you to the point where like I don't want to annoy people with it. Right. And then this last couple of weeks we just leaned in. But uh, we've been dating for over a year and a couple months at this point. Yes. So Tom, Thomas, you better catch up. The next one from the fan page is from Doug. And I think Doug's got a two-parter here that is good. First part, on your Sunday donut tour, which is a great idea, his words, not mine, even though it was Sam's idea. Thank you, Doug. What are your go-to types or flavors? Yeah, so I prefer a yeast. Mm -hmm. You prefer a cake. So we definitely get both of those. I think we both appreciate the other. Yeah. Um, always an old-fashioned. Yes. I think that's a staple. Um, and then always, like, my favorite is actually a chocolate cake glazed donut. Mm -hmm. So we'll usually do one of those. And then we'll go a little fancy and try to try whatever the specialty is at that place. Yeah, because we want to, we can have our favorites, but we also want to, you know, like, if a place is known for something, we want to let that shine. Right. And we'll just kind of wing it, too. Yeah, a lot of times uh, we're sleep-inners on Sundays, so a lot of mm -hmm. times we take what we can get when we roll up to the donut place at 11. Yeah. Um, so sometimes that is the deciding factor. Most of the time that is the deciding factor. Yeah, that's fair. The other question from Doug, what TV shows do you watch together? My wife calls it Compromise TV, which I think is very apt. That is. That is Compromise TV. Although we do decide on the same things. A lot of the time. A lot of the time. We are... Dateline sluts? Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. Dateline, uh, we just finished watching The Good Place. It was a rewatch for Rick. It was the first time for me. And then our other show is Shit's Creek, which is a rewatch for me, a new one for Rick. And we're close to the end, right? We are close to the end. Yeah, we're like in the middle of the last season. Was that season six? I think there's one season after this. Is there? I'm not sure, to be honest. I feel like... We did this right when the season started, and you you're said, right. I think there's a seventh, but there's, there were actually only <laughs> you're right, six. You're right. Yes, you're right. Okay. But either way, we're in like the middle of the last season. I, I do really like it. And I love it. Like, I I love it to a very embarrassing point. Yes. Like, I quote it. Uh, every GIF I use Your is a hand motions. Uh, my hand motions are very Alexis. I have a Shit's Creek sweatshirt. I'm mm -hmm. in. I you am are. a shithead. Sure words, never spoken. <laughs> okay. The next email is from Nolan in Laporte. 
Fats need to know what kind of popcorn eater you guys are. In his Borat voice, my wife and I went to the movies Friday to see Napoleon. And as we're waiting for it to start, my wife said, do you want to do you want a shovel? And I say, for what? She says, for the way you're smashing that popcorn into your mouth. The shame I felt in the moment as I picked up the popcorn off my shirt that I had dropped. But then it hit me. My popcorn eating has different ways. Her holding the bag, shovel and smash. Me holding the bag one piece at a time. So I need to know, how are you popping corn? That also sounds like a euphemism. It does. But Nolan, I feel you so deeply on this one because I am a popcorn eater. I love popcorn. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you love it as much as I do. You'll not try as much it. As, not as much as you, but I do like popcorn. But I think that the way we eat popcorn is very indicative of both of our personalities. Mm-hmm. So I have a theory. So I shove it into my mouth and actually very recently <laughs> I'm saving that clip too <laughs> I had a very similar experience so we went with my brother-in-law and two nieces over Thanksgiving to see Wish which was a terrible movie yeah. um but I had popcorn we're in like the lean back like reclining chairs we leave the movie theater and I have grease popcorn spots all over my sweatshirt like all over and I was like, oh my God, I look like such a pig right now leaving this place with popcorn splotches all over my shirt. So I am a shoveler, but I think you are a picker. Yeah. Like a picker-upper. I'm very much a picker because usually if I have the choice of the usual uh, movie options, I'm not choosing popcorn. Right. I'm generally choosing Bunch of Crunch. Right. Which you did choose that day. Yeah. And it didn't get all over your shirt. Correct. Uh, Bunch of Crunch is fantastic. I I have extolled the virtues of Bunch of Crunch many times on this podcast. But that's very much like life for us. Like the way I <laughs> yeah. eat popcorn is kind of the way I do life. Like you'll test the water. I will jump right in. Yes. Like it's very much just that's who we are as people. I am very much a second born and you are very much a first born. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. All right, this next one here is from Kelly from Milwaukee. She says, what a wonderful surprise to tune into last week's podcast and hear Rick and Sam. Uh, I love the episode and happy we're getting another one this week. P.S. Miss you, Jay, and hope everything is okay. Here's my question, and it's for Sam. Please tell all the listeners your favorite meal to cook for Rick. I'm so happy he is finally eating dinner at home with you. Long-time listener and love the I'm Fat podcast, CHGO, and everything Rick does with the Bulls. Happy holidays. Okay, so this one's tough because as I was just speaking about your personality, (laughs) I sometimes don't know what you're thinking when you eat the things that I make for you. Oh, okay. Because you say things like, that works. And I'm thinking like, oh, okay, it's just okay. But really, that's a a compliment for me. Which I know and I'm learning. So we're getting better. So, I recently made a tortilla soup. We both loved that. Yes, that was great. Um, Our first night, I think, in this house, I made Mm -hmm. Cajun chicken pasta, which was phenomenal. That was really good. One of the things I love to do is to bring, like, my old family recipes and make them for you and kind Mm -hmm. of get your thoughts. Because for me, they're nostalgia. I remember my mom making these things. Sure. And then I love to just make them for you. So stuffed peppers is one of my favorite things to make. Yeah, I like stuffed peppers. But that was one of the ones that you were like, it could be a little spicy. 
And I'm like, well, it's not supposed to be spicy. So I have leaned into making more spicy things because I know that's kind of what your vibe is. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think those are really good highlights of what we've had. When you made uh, lasagna, oh, that was fantastic. Yes, that was. Yeah. So, and one thing that I appreciate, and I, I know I've mentioned it before on here, is... You know, like when we first started dating and you were like, yeah, I don't do beef or pork. I was like, shit, am I going to like never have beef or pork unless I'm doing meals on my own? Right. But just from the way your family is as well, you guys, like you and Shannon got used to, okay, here's the me version and here's the everybody else version. We've made two versions of everything for the last like 20 years. So yeah, I always will like for stuffed peppers, I make ground chicken and I make ground beef. Or I think, what else did I do that for? Oh, Swedish meatballs I did last yeah. week. Um, so, yeah, I do definitely try to make both because I realize that it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I force you into yeah. my way if it's like Which is fine. chili or like a crock pot, something that I can't make two of. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, like I, I don't care about that, especially when like you spice things up enough to where if it's like turkey or something instead of. It's not bland. Pork. Yeah, it's not like bland as hell, which is what I always think of when I think of stuff like that. You did love the cheeseburger salad I made. I thought we were never going to speak of that in public. <laughs> no, no, you hated it. You hated every second of it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> if that's not a sign of my commitment that I am willing to eat salads. I know. Then, and uh, I love I don't you know for what it. it. Is. Thank did you. you say that Kelly had a crush on you? I did not say that. You skipped that part. So what Kelly actually said (laughs) was I've always had a crush on Rick. And if I wasn't way too old for him and married, I would have acted on it during the short window that he was single. And I agree because I have a crush on you too. Mm, That's sweet. (laughs) And I'm very uncomfortable with compliments as Jay and I have also talked about a million times. So I'm going to push forward. (laughs) Okay, let's go. Yeah. This one is from P1 listener Georgie Porgy from the Northwest Side. Hey, Fats, long-time listener, first-time emailer. I've recently come across a popular brand fusion that I'd like your guys' opinion on. I'll attach a pic, which did, but it's a Reese's Peanut Butter Flavored Cupcake. I got it at Dollar Tree, which was weird, but it definitely caught my eye, so I had to try it out, and it was awesome. Regular cupcakes are my go-to, and I love Reese's, so it was a no-brainer. My question to you is, what's a popular brand fusion item that you recently tried because of the brand and actually liked? Love the pod and keep up the great work. I don't have one that I actually liked. I did try the Cheetos mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. And it was awful. Yeah. So I can't speak to that. This Reese's thing looks phenomenal. Um, I do like peanut butter because I'm normal. Um, And I thought that was phenomenal. But I don't remember of a brand fusion fusion that i like i don't know if this counts as a brand fusion but on our christmas tree right now we have skittles uh candy canes kind of yes and they're actually really good i'm not a big candy cane person i've talked about how like hard candy generally isn't my jam yeah however those are really good they are good so i like those see i still go for the regular there but i did like it yeah, see, that's, again, where you get your peppermint. Right. That's where you like to get that in there. All right, and we have two more here. 
The first one's from Devil Doll, which is just a picture. And it says, found this gem at Goodwill. And it's just a t-shirt that's black with white lettering on it that says uh, Chicken Tender Slut. And I think between me, you, and Jay, I don't know who deserves that shirt more. Yeah, that's tough. I'm leaning Jay, but I think we're all... We could share it, maybe? Yeah, that's... uh, That would be a hotly contested contest because that would i'm just being stupid we're, and redundant yeah we're Contested all very sl- very slutty for chicken tenders yes so <laughs> or addy yeah addy loves herself some chicken tenders as well all right last one here is from michael i was wondering if either of you have tried a place called mochi nut it is a mochi donut chain with a few different locations in the city i've never heard or tried a mochi donut before but was pleasantly surprised when i went recently the best way i can describe it is almost like a crispy cream donut with eight little chewy pockets on it it almost has the shape of one of those salerno butter cookies but donut size that's actually a great call they have a lot of different flavors but mostly determined by the frosting that they have a lot of different flavors mostly determined by the frosting that were all good but was curious if you guys ever had these before no no, but you know what it looks like to me is like a baby teether. It looks oh, like that yeah. thing you put in the freezer. Yes. They do look delicious. I've seen them. Mm-hmm. We have not made it. I think there's one in Elmhurst or something. Yeah. So we haven't made it, but they look great. I'm down. Yeah, it looks really good. And I think that's a fantastic call on the Salerno butter cookies because I can imagine those right now. Also, just like either going to... Um, pop belly or like growing up we would have some of those in the house and you always like put it on your pinky yes or at least i would because it's the only finger, finger that was small right. enough for that thing to fit on right yeah those... i was like the pringle i like loved to put pringles on my fingers and be like a witch okay <laughs> i have nowhere to, i have no idea where to go off of that <laughs> sorry no you're good uh also before we go happy birthday to our guy jay zawoski because December 12th is his birthday. It has been a hell of a stretch here for Jay. So even though he's not here to do the podcast, we are happy for him and hoping that times are better very, very soon for him and his family. And that he'll be back here. No offense, but it would. <laughs> I'd be very happy to have Jay back here doing the podcast with me next week. I would be very happy for you to have Jay back next <laughs> week as well. <laughs> You mean this isn't like a new gig? No. Happy birthday, Jay. Follow us on all of our social media at I'm Fat Pod. I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon and the Spotify as well. I'm Fat Merch.com is where you can go to our Tee Public site. Even if you're not interested in our stuff right now, still go through our link to search anything on Tee Public, even though we do have great designs on our page as well. Because if you know you get anything from Tee Public when you originally use our link, we get a bit of a kickback from that, and that'd be great. YouTube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. Subscribe, like each video, and if you can, just run it in the background if you generally are an audio listener to the podcast. If you are a YouTube subscriber, I mean, Micah does fantastic 
logistic work with videos. Not going to be a video of this week as well. Just some logistics with working in, with uh, us doing the podcast in our house with uh, getting that done. So once Jay is back, we will have video back as well. And then you can subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe to the regular podcast feed. Five-star rating and review. Thank you to those that did that this week. And the best thing you can do is check out our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewery. So for the birthday boy, Jay, for Sam, thank you very much for doing this with me again. I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Now I'm actually recording. (laughs) You're welcome, everybody.